न्यूज सर्विसेज डिविजन ऑफ ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट मनी मैटर्स देश और लोगों के वित्त और अर्थव्यवस्था से जुड़ा कार्यक्रम अबाउट सेविंग्स इन्वेस्टमेंट्स बोरोइंग्स एंड टैक्सेशन हिंदी और इंग्लिश में सीधा प्रसारण ऑन आर डिजिटल प्लेटफॉर्म सुनना न भूलें हर रोज शाम चार बजकर पाँच मिनट ऐसी चार तीस तक मनी मैटर्स Hello good afternoon and welcome to Money Matters our daily show on all things to do with personal finance. You're listening to Money Matters on the official All India Radio News YouTube channel. This is an interactive show where you can also participate. You can do that simply by typing your comments in the live chat section. Or you can send us an email on moneymatters.air@gmail.com. We announce the topic of the show one day in advance so that you can send in your questions in advance. So as announced earlier a topic for today is budget 2020 and its impact on the common man i am veeravi kumar and with me is my co-anchor in hindi vishal sharma namaskar money matters mein aap sabhi sunne walon ka swagat desh aur logon ke vitt se jude is karyakram mein aaj ka vishay hai budget 2020 ka aam aadmi par prabhav aur aaj is vishay par jankari dene aur charcha ke liye hamare sath studio mein aamantrit hain आर्थिक विशेषज्ञ यामिनी अग्रवाल यामिनी मनी मैटर्स में आपका बहुत बहुत स्वागत धन्यवाद यामिनी पहली बात की जाए तो बजट इस बार जो पेश किया गया उसमें किसानों से लेकर टैक्स पेयर्स तक यानी करदाताओं तक काफी कुछ था और जिस बात की सबसे ज्यादा चर्चा हुई वो थी करदाताओं को राहत और एक नई व्यक्तिगत जो है आयकर व्यवस्था वित्त मंत्री ने इस बार पेश की और उसमें दो तरीके की आयकर व्यवस्था ये बात कही उन्होंने कि एक जो छूट का लाभ लेंगे जो पैसे से चली आ रही है और एक जो छूट का लाभ नहीं लेंगे उनके लिए कुछ अलग व्यवस्था की क्या है इसका क्या असर पड़ना है आम करदाता पर जी देखिए जो व्यवस्था लाई गई है उसमें नई व्यवस्था के हिसाब से जो कर है उनको कम कर दिया गया है और जो कुछ एग्जेम्शन्स और डिडक्शन्स आपकी पुरानी व्यवस्था में चली आ रही थी उनको हटा दिया गया है कुछ सत्तर के करीब ये ऐसी एग्जेम्शन्स और डिडक्शन्स हैं जिनको हटा दिया गया है और जो टैक्स रेट्स किए गए हैं वो ऐसे हैं कि जीरो से टू पॉइंट फाइव लैख तक तो एग्जेम्ट है पुरानी वाली स्थिति में भी और नए वाली स्थिति में और पहले मैं आपको पुरानी स्थिति का बता दूं जिसमें टू पॉइंट फाइव लैख से फाइव लैख तक पांच परसेंट आपको देना था पांच से साढ़े सात लाख तक आपको बीस परसेंट देना था दस से पंद्रह लाख तक दस से पंद्रह लाख तक आपको तीस परसेंट देना था और पंद्रह लाख के बाद आपको उतने ही तीस परसेंट के आसपास देना था प्लस सरचार्ज देना था आपकी जो नई स्थिति है उसके हिसाब से ढाई लाख तक आपकी टैक्स एग्जेम्ट है ढाई लाख से पांच लाख तक पांच परसेंट देना है पांच से साढ़े सात लाख तक अब यहां पे दस परसेंट है जबकि पहले स्थिति में बीस परसेंट थी और साढ़े सात से दस लाख तक पंद्रह परसेंट देने हैं नई प्रणाली में और पुरानी वाली प्रणाली में आपके पास बीस परसेंट थे दस से साढ़े बारह लाख तक बीस प्रतिशत है जो पुरानी पुरानी प्रणाली में तीस प्रतिशत था और साढ़े से पंद्रह लाख तक के बीच में आपको अब पच्चीस देने हैं जो पहले प्रणाली में तीस थे पन्द्रह लाख के ऊपर दोनों ही प्रणालियों में तीस परसेंट के आसपास आपको देने हैं स्थिति में देखा गया है कि अगर आप नई स्थिति के हिसाब से पन्द्रह लाख तक कोई व्यक्ति अगर कमाता है तो उसे टैक्स देना पड़ेगा एक लाख नाइन्टी फाइव थाउजेंड के आसपास और अगर बिना डिडक्शन लिए पुरानी स्थिति के हिसाब से देता है तो दो लाख सेवेंटी के आसपास जो है उसको 
टैक्स पे करने पड़ेगा नई प्रणाली में आते ही उसके पास सेवेंटी के करीब की बचत होती है और इसका फायदा उसे तब मिलता है जब वो वो डिडक्शन और एग्जामेशन नहीं लेता जो पुरानी प्रणाली में दी गई थी अगर डिडक्शन और एग्जामेशन को मिलाकर के भी पुरानी प्रणाली में कोई ले तो उसको दो लाख दस हजार साठ रूपये के आसपास देना पड़ेगा जो निकाला जाता है जो जो एक लाख नाइन्टी से कहीं ज्यादा है जो डिडक्शन और एग्जामेशन हटाई गई हैं वो सत्तर के करीब हैं उनमें से कुछ हैं जैसे आपके एचआरए है हाउस रेंट अलाउंस है आपका स्टैंडर्ड डिडक्शन है आपकी मेडिकल इंश्योरेंस है एटीसी है और और कुछ डिडक्शन हैं कुछ जो रह रही हैं वो आपकी स्टैंडर्ड डिडक्शन ऑन रेंट है ऐसी ही कुछ और डिडक्शन जो है वो रखी गई हैं तो इनको देखते हुए ये देखा गया है कि जो लोग कम पैसा कमाते हैं या जिनके स्थिति सेविंग्स करने की नहीं है बहुत ज्यादा सेविंग्स करने की या डिडक्शन लेने की नहीं है या जिन्हें हाउस रेंट अलाउंस नहीं मिलता अगर वो नई प्रणाली में आते हैं तो उन्हें कम टैक्स देना पड़ेगा और उनकी बचत होगी so that's the biggest story that came out of the budget yamini that's the new optional tax slab and that's been taking the maximum amount of uh, screen time and radio time and all kinds of time but uh, when we look at the impact on the common man there was one comment that the uh, uh, finance minister nirmala sitaraman made in her speech and that was the nominal growth rate of 10% now nominal growth rate means the inflation rate plus the real growth rate so now if somebody wants to take that as a common man anybody who is a salaried person who is going up for an appraisal let's say uh, 13 months from now in march 2021 should he expect a 10% increase in salary based on that nominal growth rate is that a fair expectation uh, well uh, when we talk about nominal growth rate the nominal growth rate in a gdp is usually determined by uh, calculating the final output that is produced in the economy multiplied with the current prices and the real uh, growth rate is found out with with what has been there the the prices that have been there on the base period so the difference between the uh, base period prices to the current prior period prices uh, adjudicates for the real versus the car, uh, the nominal growth rate so when you say a 10% growth rate to a 4 to 6% inflation rate your uh, automatically your growth rate would vary from 4 to 6% which is there if your inflation is 4% then automatically you're expecting a growth rate of 6% which is so uh, so far been uh, predicted or is forecasted by RBI or by the government agencies so when you are also looking in for um, let's say a hike in your salaries where the dearness allowance or the others will come in they tend to uh, uh, provide for the inflation cover that is there and not for the real growth rate which would be there if there is an hike which is supposed to be provided there would be a hike which would be in real terms that would be there all right so uh, we've discussed uh, the uh, new tax slab the other thing that came in as a big expectation before the budget as well and it was complied with in the budget speech is the dividend distribution tax which is now been abolished uh, from the companies do not have to pay it so just talk us through the impact that a common person let's say somebody who's invested uh, in stocks or mutual funds what is the impact on that person because of this one move ddt abolition so abolition. when we talk about dividend distribution tax it was levied uh, primarily uh, to uh, you know restrict the corporates from distributing their dividends and to actually put that for the purposes of growth also it was at the source where the particular uh, tax could be levied and uh, more collections could be made 
however, what many people believed was that it was a double taxation because one, you were uh, making the company pay for the corporate taxes and then you were asking them to pay when the dividends were distributed. Now, dividend distribution tax was being uh, taxed at about 15% plus uh, uh, surcharge and cess which was there and the companies were paying this distribution tax. So, at the hands of the recipient, it was um, not taxable. Now, what will happen is as this dividend distribution tax goes out, people who are earning, uh, let's say, who are in the lower income tax bracket will pay lower taxes on the dividends that they receive. So, supposing somebody is in the 5 lakh bracket, uh, so from 2.5 to 5 lakh if his uh, dividends reaches out to be there, then he's going to pay only 5% as against 15%. However, those people who are in the high income bracket, let's say a lot of industrialists who own a large part of these shares and they are given dividends, then they usually come uh, in the bracket of above 15 lakhs and even a surcharge at times above 50 lakhs, so uh, which goes amount to 35% or higher. So they will be paying a higher tax. So automatically it helps in bringing about um, uh, vertical and horizontal equity among the taxpayers who will be receiving dividends for their incomes and would be paying it uh, to the government after uh, accumulating it with their or uh, combining it with their incomes. Would you anticipate that MNCs who don't have high promoter stakes uh, because promoters would be at the 42.7% tax bracket so they might not go through the dividend route but MNCs might increase their dividend uh, outgo uh, because of this uh, DDT abolition? Many many, be, uh, many people believe that, you know, this year we will see a large amount of dividends which will be distributed, primarily because the corporates would like to actually pay the uh, dividend distribution tax and not give it to the uh, recipients to pay for the taxes. Uh, this would help in a lot of consumption in the market and would primarily also help those large investors who, have, who, have, who do not want to pay a higher tax on the dividends as against what the companies are paying today. And the other big thing that was uh, a big demand ever since PMC uh, went in for a crisis was the deposit insurance, which was uh, st static at 1 lakh from 1993 till 2020, Febru February 4th, when it was raised to uh, 5 lakhs. Now, of course, the premium has also been raised. So uh, what would you say, because this directly impacts the common man increase of the deposit insurance from 1 lakh to 5 lakhs, there is a general feeling that it applies to all banks. However, the circular of RBI says that all participating banks. So does it mean that there could be banks which could not participate in this? Uh, well, uh, since all the banks are under the regulation of the RBI, so they are all participating usually in the activities which are there of the banking. And uh, so when we believe about the deposit insurance which is going to be extended, it's going to be extended for all the banks that come under the supervision of RBI. Uh, so when we talk about this deposit insurance, this was primarily important because people were losing faith with the PMC crisis which was there in the banking system and they, they, they were scared that how much money would they get in case a bank fails. So this was primarily to, as a uh, trust build up measure to keep the system resilient, uh, strong and uh, trustworthy for many of the investors who continue to, uh, continue to uh, bank and uh, in invest in the banks their entire life savings. जी और वित्त मंत्री ने यावनी की इस बार बजट में बहुत एक महत्वपूर्ण घोषणा की थी देश की सबसे बड़ी जो जीवन बीमा कंपनी है लाइफ इंश्योरेंस कॉर्पोरेशन ऑफ इंडिया उसके आईपीओ को लेकर के उसमें डिसमिनेशन किया जाएगा विनिवेश किया जाएगा इसको आप कैसे देखते हैं 
जी देखिए सरकार को कोशिश करनी होती है कि वो अपना फिजिकल डेफिसिट एक मैनेजेबल एफआरबीएम के हिसाब से एक मैनेजेबल लिमिट पे रखे इस बार का फिजिकल डेफिसिट 3.8 परसेंट रह गया है जिसमें उन्होंने एक पर्टिकुलर स्पेस ली है जो एफआरबीएम परमिट करता है उन्होंने मेंटेन किया था कि वो थ्री पे रखेंगे पर वो जो है उससे कहीं ज्यादा हो गया क्योंकि कॉपरेट टैक्सेज लोअर डाउन किए गए थे जिसकी वजह से वन पॉइंट फोर का नुकसान हुआ गवर्नमेंट को और जिसकी वजह से थ्री पे पहुंच गई अगले साल का ये मानना है कि वो 3.5 परसेंट पे उसे रखना चाहेंगे इसको रखने के लिए उनको अपनी रेवेन्यू रिसीट्स को बढ़ाना पड़ेगा उन रेवेन्यू रिसीट्स में एक रिसीट होती है डिसइन्वेस्टमेंट या विनिवेश की रिसीट जिसके जो टारगेट्स है वो पिछले कई सालों से जो है पहुंच नहीं रहे थे और हम वहां तक आ नहीं पा रहे थे तो जहां पे ऑल इंडिया रेडियो की बात ऑल इंडिया एयर इंडिया की बात करें एयर इंडिया में जो डिस इन्वेस्टमेंट होना था वो नहीं हो पाया और बाकी एल और आई में कोशिश की जा रही है कि उसके अंदर डिसइन्वेस्टमेंट हो और उसकी जो रिसीट्स हैं उससे एक सरकार अपना जो है फिजिकल डेफिसिट कम कर सके आईपीओ लाया जाएगा जब इस कंपनी एल का तो क्या ये एल का आप प्रदर्शन और बेहतर होगा आपके नजरिए से जी पब्लिक पहले भी एल को होल्ड करती है थ्रू दी गवर्नमेंट अब पब्लिक डायरेक्टली उसकी ओनरशिप अफोर्ड करेगी थ्रू दी आईपीओ दैट विल बी ब्रॉट अबाउट तो जब हम गवर्नमेंट कहते हैं कि सरकार ओन करती है उसका मतलब यही होता है कि पब्लिक ओन करती है किसी चीज को पर डायरेक्ट शेयर होल्डिंग नहीं है डायरेक्ट शेयर होल्डिंग अब पब्लिक तक ट्रांसफर की जाएगी पांच या दस के आसपास सोवरिनिटी रिस्क जो है जो पॉलिसीज के अंदर लेकर के होगा वो अभी भी सरकार सरकार की जितनी घोषणाएं हैं उसके हिसाब से सरकार के पास ही रहेगा तो जो मैनेजमेंट है वो अभी भी सरकार ही सरकार ही करेगी और जो है उसका ओवरऑल डेवलपमेंट भी सरकार ही देखेगी ये सिर्फ एक रिसीट लेने का तरीका है कि पैसे थोड़े से क्रिएट किए जा सकें In fact, that's uh, one very common question that's coming in our call-in call-in shows on Market Mantra as well. Is that uh, almost one one out of every three Indians holds a, a life insurance policy? Not necessarily from LIC. There are totally 24 companies in that uh, thing, but there's only one company which has a sovereign guarantee where both the sum assured as well as the bonuses accrued are guaranteed by the government. So there are a lot of people asking this question: that will this move of the government have any kind of impact? No, this this does not affect the insurance policies because the insurance sector is guided and regulated by the IRDA, which continue to maintain the uh, particular factors which are there. Besides, the LIC Act takes care of the uh, manner in which the LIC guarantees uh, the uh, returns which are there on the policies. What is the differentiating factor is that the particular stakes of the government, five uh, to ten percent, would be distributed among the uh, public, which is dependent upon the absorption capacity of the uh, capital markets. We will continue discussing the impact of the recent budget on the common man, but after a short break. Welcome back after the break we'd like to tell you that our topic for tomorrow's money matters is financial cyber crime so if you have any queries about uh, financial cyber crime do email them to us at moneymatters.air@gmail.com so don't forget to tune in at 4:05 pm tomorrow to listen to this program coming back to the topic that we are discussing yamini uh we were talking uh, talking about uh, LIC the other very important thing that has happened this time is the tax holiday for affordable housing that has been extended by one year 
Now, many people don't even know about this because many people think that the limit under Section 24 is 2 lakhs, which was raised from 1.5 to 2 lakhs. There is an additional 1.5 lakh, that is 2 plus 1.5, that is totally 3.5 lakhs, which is available for affordable housing uh, that was uh, announced in the last budget. And now that has been extended by one year. So please talk us through that extra benefit that people can avail. So uh, when you're actually uh, buying a house, you can actually uh, take this house on a loan and the interest payments which you actually pay on these particular uh, loans are deductible um, and under different sections. So one of the sections in which it is deductible is section 24, which permits you to pay back the interest uh, up to 2 lakh. But for the affordable uh, housing loans which were there, uh, for houses which were up to 45 lakhs and uh, the loan amount that would amount to about 35 lakhs, it was allowed that an additional limit would be permitted up to 1.5 lakhs. And this particular uh, deduction would be permitted for an additional year which was there, primarily to promote people to buy more and more houses under the affordable category. And the rural sector is a bulwark of our economy, if uh, one might say so. And uh, uh, the Prime Minister had mentioned, I think if I recall correctly, in September 2016, that in six years, that is by 2022, he would work towards doubling farmers' income on a nominal basis. Now, we are already just two years shy of that uh, 2022 date. Two very important announcements that have been made by Nirmala Sitaraman in this budget are Krishi Udan and Kisan Rail. Just talk us through those two uh, and how does it impact the common farmer? So when we talk about the agriculture sector, agriculture sector has been given an allocation of 2.83 lakh crores in which one of the, the 16 plan uh, 16 plan point uh, plan was laid out whereby two important plans which were made uh, were Kisan Rail and Krishi Uran. Uh, under the Kisan Rail, uh, there was a seamless uh, national coal supply chain for perishables inclusive of milk, meat and fish which the Indian Railways was to set up as this uh, Kisan Rail with the, through the PPP model. The Krishi Uran uh, will be launched by the Ministry of Civil Aviation on the international and the national routes which will also provide for, uh, let's say, facilitating farmers to move their produces from one place to another. Besides that, there are several other uh, aspects which the uh, which the particular budget actually identified. One, they also said that, you know, uh, to double the farmer's income, they will be provided um, with the ability to create solar uh, uh, electricity pumps. pumps, solar, pumps solar yeah. They will be able to use solar pumps and they would also be able to create solar electricity which could be sold to solar grids. Uh, whereby they could uh, be now the solar electricity producers and could raise their incomes. Besides uh, talking about horticulture, milk production and fisheries, the targets have been raised in terms of exports as well as in terms of the production so as to double the farmer's income. Uh, about uh, 15 lakh crores is also identified as uh, the agricultural loan credit which will then be given. Warehousing and cold storage facilities to be enhanced through even the SHGs or uh, through uh, women groups with the help of NABAD is also one of the important factors which is outlined in this particular budget. Another seminal thing that I picked up from this is a paradigm shift that has happened. See, if you go to a bank, the banks have a, if you see a board put up in every bank branch saying that if you want a DD, you should get it within 15 minutes. So there is a charter that the banks have kind of come out with towards the consumer. Hitherto, the tax department 
kind of had a kind of standoffish view of the taxpayer. But for the first time here, the finance minister Nirmala Sitaraman mentioned the concept of a taxpayer charter. Tell us how important that is for a common man. They have been on a continuous basis from the previous budgets and the other budgets have been working on that there should be no harassment of the taxpayer and there should be care taken uh, for whoever is paying the taxes. So faceless, uh, paperless uh, transactions need to be made. Even if you look at uh, the way they are trying to strengthen the e-governance, they have been focusing to, uh, to, to a large extent on uh, digitalization frameworks which help the taxpayers to um, you know easily pay their taxes, to make a and to uh, work out methods in which they can actually easily uh, clear out their disputes. Even in this particular budget, they have talked about how disputes uh, can be cleared uh, without um, uh, giving out the, without uh, paying for the penalties or the interests which are there. So in this particular uh, taxpayer charter, they tend to protect the taxpayer in terms of what he can um, appeal for and go in for a faceless appeal which may be more helpful for the people. And in fact, uh, you mentioned that uh, the faceless appeals for uh, income tax, that is something that's been uh, introduced, talked about in this uh, budget speech. The other thing, which is now almost uh, going to become an uh, act now, is Vivad Se Vishwastak, the tax litigation uh, reduction scheme of the government. Tell, tell us something about how does it impact the common man, because most common people have not gone to the appellate tribunal or the high courts. They generally pay whatever the assessing officer asked him to pay. But how does it impact the common man if at all the Vivad Se Vishwas so tax scheme? What happens is when you're uh, getting your tax um, uh, uh, ITRs assessed or when we get our ITRs assessed, sometimes there are tax outstanding demands which are made by the assessing officers. And a lot of times uh, while we uh, make an appeal or we are trying to uh, fight out the case, uh, the interest on that tends to be uh, there and uh, it continues to rise, the outstanding amount continues to rise. And a lot of times we are dissatisfied with the fact that way the disputed amount comes through. So uh, they have actually come out with a scheme that in case uh, you decide to pay for the disputed amount, the interest uh, and the penalty on the particular disputed amount would be waived off and you can uh, easily pay just for the disputed amount and um, get yourself a relief from the interest as well as the penalty payments which are there, which is likely to bring about revenue to the government and also facilitate many of the taxpayers in terms of clearing out their dues. A very tricky thing now that we talk about is the fiscal deficit target. The government has done something very, very good in this budget because there was a lot of pressure to kind of act with more fiscal space, but they're stuck to 3.8% this year and 3.5% next year. But how does it affect the bond market? And connected with that is that large banks have been reducing their uh, deposit rates. So where do you see, and small banks have been increasing their deposit rates. So what does a common man do in terms of, because fixed deposit is the most common instrument for savings. So how do you see this uh, affecting the common man vis-a-vis -vis FDs? Uh, so primarily uh, what has happened is the RBI has reduced its repo rates uh, by 134 basis points previously, not this monetary policy, but pre previous monetary policies. Uh, so what has happened that many of the banks uh, have been asked to transmit this 134 basis point reduction to the uh, loan account holders as well as to the new loan uh, people who are taking up new loans. So whereby uh, many of the banks, since they have to reduce the interest, 
cost rates given the transmission which is required they would also have to reduce the uh, uh, interest rates on the deposits that they take so which includes the savings deposits current account uh, savings deposits and the fixed uh, deposits which uh, they make. So thereby the many of the banks are actually reducing those particular deposit rates as well. So it is best to actually invest in banks which are uh, strong and have strong balance sheets and do not have too much about uh, too much uh, NPS. Small banks are also good but if some particular bank gives a very high rate of return on their fixed deposits one should be extremely careful while making such investments. As far as fiscal deficit is concerned, they need to, uh, the government has said that they will go in for market borrowings, which will take care of the fiscal deficit. Well, Yamini, that's all we have time for in this edition of uh, Money Matters. Once again, the topic for tomorrow's show is financial cybercrime. Do send in your questions on this topic in advance at moneymatters.air at gmail.com. Thank you, Yamini. Thank you, Vishal. And that's a wrap on this edition of Money Matters. Namaskar. Yes.